Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I wasn't even celebrating like for me do you know what with Hazard with Hazard I've been um, I'm not going to say a critic of him I just think that a lot of people were a bit too quick to put him on the same level as you know the other greats in Mm. in current football you know Messi and Ronaldo and I've always felt like whilst he probably has as much as much talent as you know some of the the best players I think the only player that is outright more talented than Hazard is Messi I think in terms of talent I put him up there with Ronaldo and Neymar Neymar. in terms of sheer talent but he never performed on that on their level um, but I think after this World Cup campaign and, and what he done for Belgium, I think it was arguably their best player alongside Kevin De Bruyne, and he's yeah. you know touched the this Premier League season without much and preparation in that, and he's he's really playing like someone who considers himself. Yeah, he's, you know, he seems like he's got a real. Like I, I feel like he, it doesn't matter who was on the pitch, but Messi, Ronaldo, whoever he 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 can play up to that level. So that goal for me, whilst I was shocked and it's it, listen, it's, it's a ten out of ten goal. Like you can't really dispute any. There's nothing about that that you can take away from. Um, it's it's nice to see. I, I'm I'm a fan of talent and and talent for me. I, I like to see perform at that level. Yeah, uh, just know. just phenomenal. It really is. And Hazard, you know, started the season off brilliantly. I think that's his sixth goal in five games, um, which is outrageous. Some oh Liverpool fans are saying the first goal was offside. Um, oh, shut up, man. It wasn't offside. They checked it with VAR and it was still onside. So, comment if that comment here actually says, "Low Chelsea got lucky." Simple as first goal wasn't even a free kick, and the only reason Hazard scored that goal was because we, we pitch, were playing right? Moreno. In, no, hang on. In fact, it was Naby Keita. <laughs> yep. It was Naby Keita that left him. That got stripped like Debbie Moore from strip tease. Got ripped to shreds. And then he goes on scoring a goal. Like you're blaming Moreno because he's an easy target. He's yeah, and they've been blaming him since uh, that's a Sevilla, well, Sevilla game watch, in the European League. Watch um, Naby Keita literally just walk. It's Eden Hazard. Why are you walking? Why are you not putting... Trip the geezer up. Do something to stop him. Nothing News at all. News just in uh, on the comments. Um, apparently, Watford have equalised. I'm not 100% sure. Let's just, okay, they have equalised. Yes. Two. Wow. It, it, At the MK Stadium. Which wow. 2-2 two, two in that game. Nice, nice. Amazing. Amazing. Just a roundup of the results tonight. Arsenal were victors 3-1 over Brentford. We obviously know Chelsea knocked out the best team in Europe, Liverpool tonight 2-1. <laughs> Nottingham Forest beat Stoke 3-2. West Ham with the performance for me of, of the of the round with an 8-0 victory over Macclesfield and of course Spurs Watford 2-2 as we speak. Javon, are you ready with any calls? 
Let's jump into some calls, see what these fans have got to say. Let's get hey, on I don't the want air. to hear people chatting shit today. Yeah, like let's 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 actually talk some proper stuff today. Callers, let's do this, man. Let's talk proper football today, man. I don't want to hear no banner. Actually, no, I want to hear banner, but I don't there's want to a, hear people just shouting. Gentlemen, what do you reckon? I look good. Man, I need a trim. That's <laughs> what I need, bro. Your, I need your, a trim your right now, bro. shadow looks like a sweat patch. That's <laughs> all, isn't it? I need a trim, bro. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Yo, yo, my name is John, man. Shout out to Chris Kane still. My uh, guy, John. Well, go on. I know. Big things, big things, man. I don't let's talk football, bro. This guy talks proper stuff still. L- love him, man. What's on your mind, John? What do you want to say, brother? Um, basically, I'm not even going to lie to you here. Yeah. They almost had us, you know, the first half. And, like, we were slipping. Decision-making was just not on point you know we're giving foolish balls all over the place um, Fabregas was cool initially but you know all they showed the guy tired and just there throwing loose passes you know holding the ball on the edge of the box what's that about you're a register man you're basically the last line of defence a lot of the time against you know high pressure teams you can't be playing like that um, a lot of the time we showed that we we're just moving the ball from side to side we had no incisive quality to exploit gaps that we create by you know make by you know having possession um the fact that we didn't have incisive quality was actually got shot up by Hazard because as soon as he came, we looked a bit more dangerous. Um, also, our hold-up play was just garbage, man. But John, John, you, yo, yo. you mentioned the first half. Um, I felt Chelsea were the better side in the first half, first and foremost. Yeah, we had more possession. And, and Morata had two good chances. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of hold-up play, you know, you understand when you're playing this possession game, you got to at least be able to hold up the ball for four or five seconds, man. He can't even hold it up. He, a lot of the time, he's trying to dribble and lose his possession. Yeah, I, I agree with you there, John. I, I think when you look at um, uh, Morata, he's just not, for me, he's just not a Chelsea player. I don't no, think he can cope, no. cope with English football. Yo, I wouldn't that, even that, say that, he that, can't that, cope that, with that, English football. I just think that Chelsea isn't the right situation for him. That's not to say that Chelsea have not, like, put him in a position. I think... Not all the time, but Chelsea have done enough in terms of setting up their team where it's like, listen, man, whether you want to play on the last shoulder of the defender or whether we need you to roam a little bit and hold up the ball where we need you to, mm. like, you know, we, they, they have, to an extent, they actually have played to his strengths. I just think that it's just not the right situation for whatever reason. I, That's not to say that he can't be at another yeah, club in England well, I, and succeed. I, I get your point. I was, I was listening to Patrice Evra. He was on um, a Sky show the other day with James Corden and he was talking about why he struggled in the Premier League. And he said, like, he said he had to become stronger. He said, like, you have to be powerful to play in this league. And when I look at Morata, I don't necessarily have an issue with his skinny football man. ability. Yeah, he's skinny, but he's weak. He looks like, like a short, he get, he yeah. looks like a short issue, man. He gets, like, <laughs> he gets bullied. He gets legitimately yeah. bullied. And that's my issue like, why I don't think he can cope in the Premier League because he just gets bullied off the ball uh, too easy. Yeah. Look at look at the difference between him and Diego Costa. Diego Costa could at least get, get, you know, hold the ball strong enough that they would have to foul him to get... You know, to get him off the ball and you know, give us set opportunities. Morata just gets picked up easily by defenders. You know, you should not be getting bullied by Matip. All due respect. Uh, yeah, I if get you're that. A big man Wait, what? Matip isn't. Matip's like six foot five and he's pretty strong, <laughs> bro. I don't yeah, think that's a. But, but, but Morata's six foot two. You get what I'm saying? No, listen. But, my thing is, I, I hear you. Like, I think if there's one area of his game that we should be criticizing, I think the number one thing is is finishing. Number one, like his finishing okay. is the number one thing that you have to criticize him for. Okay, I, I, but I get the impression that, it's more of a mentality thing for Morata. I don't think he has the mentality for what's required of him at Chelsea right now. I think that's somewhere as opposed to his physique, because there's other strikers that um, have been successful in the Premier League that don't have his his athleticism, that don't have his strength. That is true, man. Also, I just want to give a shout out to you know Emerson. Emerson, to be fair, mm. he wasn't like you know he wasn't out of this world, but he was competent a lot of the time. Even apart from the two times he let um, Shakira into space, he was very good on the ball, very good at running that players, very good at getting up the pitch, which is what we like a lot of the time because you know Michael Lanto is not busy. Yeah. Aspilicueta is becoming very worrying, man, because you know offensively he's not helping out much because he got you know the pace of an accountant, and defensively he's getting you know. You say pace of an accountant. I'm, 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 a, I'm an accountant I'm pretty quick thank you very much bro uh, <laughs> professionally uh, victimised John I've got a question for you as, as a, you are a Chelsea fan right like I'm not imagining yeah, that yeah. Right? yeah yeah okay so I was at first when I when we turned on the Chelsea game and I saw obviously uh, Fabregas playing the number four I was a bit surprised yeah. but then obviously I remember obviously Jorginho, uh, Jorginho obviously plays the four as well yeah. Yeah, but Jorginho been playing the whole season, man. If he, he keeps on playing, he's gonna his hamstrings. Yeah. I've got a question go for you. I, I want to get your thoughts on something. Um, yeah, yeah. Obviously, we know that Fabregas gave away the ball for Liverpool's goal. Um, yeah. In in that defensive position. Yeah. What do you think of uh, Sarri's decisions to play like literal registers at the number four position, and obviously starting I the like... game with essentially 
free attack-minded centre midfielders? Like, what, what, like, do you think that, that's going to bring that, success to Chelsea over the season? That was, yeah, that was very dodgy, man. But you gotta understand, like, he hasn't got enough defensive midfielders to cover. If you think about it, because Kante is the oh, one that you can say that is solidly defensively minded in the squad right now. Um, I mean, if you play Drinkwater, you're not going to have the high tempo passing you're going to have. So you go risk it and play that attacking, mm-hmm. those attacking three midfielders. To be fair. Oh, he's just going to be staccato. Drinkwater hasn't got the imaginative passing that Fabregas would have. But the risk with Fabregas is that you risk of a, you risk you know getting loaded and pressured really really highly yeah. in midfield. That's why Chelsea needs like a reserve register that has defensive qualities, i.e., someone like a Seri or even you know mm-hmm. that's why or even an Ampadu. Ampadu has defensive sensibility. He used to play. He knows yeah, what, I hear really good things about Ethan Ampadu. He knows he knows when yeah. to you know push the ball forward, pass the ball forward, and he also can play centre back as well. That's why Ampad is very crucial for Chelsea. John, qu- final question for you: Are you happy though that you've won? I know you've been quite critical of things yeah, like that, but you're man. happy you've won, right? Of course, of course, of course. I'm always always happy with the win, man. I'm just when I get critical, it's not because you know I'm trying to be sour. Or no, I get that, but I just see these gaps. I just see these gaps that you know a team that was on its game would ruthlessly, ruthlessly, ruthlessly exploit rather. That's I, what I'm saying. I, I, we go play I, Man City like that. Yeah, we go. Yeah, play Man City like that. It's just it's mashup. I get what you're saying, mate. John, an amazing call, mate. Thank you very much for coming on. I just on. want to make a quick point on that, on because I think it's very important what you said about um, being critical even when you're winning um, in sports. Unfortunately, um, and I get it. Like it's human nature. When there's victory, people find less reason to critique because like, well, we won. Like, and but I, I feel like when teams lose, fans will jump on. You know, the, no, I, I, under, the I understand that. And I think what we have to start getting into the mentality of is is even when we win because managers do it all the time and I don't understand why fans don't look at that angle too it's like there's still things that we can improve on yeah um, some managers get criticised yeah I'm gonna, when, when, another, when another Chelsea fans hopefully we'll get another Chelsea fan calling um, what I'd like to ask and if you're a Chelsea fan that's watching this try to think about an answer before you call in is how much do you, how much influence do you think today's result is going to have on the weekend's game yeah. like mm. tactically speaking I, I, mentally speaking mate, in terms of even big picking I, think, teams. I think it's going to be big mate I spoke about this in my preview for tonight's game and, and I, I was saying how this was a really important game for Liverpool because Chelsea win. are at home of course yeah, and that's yeah. the point and, and I said that it's important for Liverpool to win one because I think Jurgen Klopp needs a trophy with everything he's doing there That's and, yeah, and, yeah. and it's a leg- putting all your eggs in the, the Champions League or Premier League basket can be dangerous yeah, yeah. but equally you go into this game now against Chelsea having been beaten by the midweek away from home at Chelsea home. will start with yeah like at home you're yeah. now going away you're going to go up against Chelsea's best team mm-hmm. there's that frailty that you've been beaten by them already and someone said here are eight changes made by Liverpool lots of players that haven't played the yeah, game I look, I look at one of the comments Klopp doesn't care about the League Cup look at the players he had out I mean like Chelsea barely had their heart first team like, you've got, Fabinho you spent X amount of money you on Cato you spent well, X let, amount of money let's on. look at that in terms of how it can affect them though Liverpool go and lose at Stamford Bridge and lose two on the bounce it could damage them but let's look at let's look at the, the team of Chelsea tonight so Willie in goal doesn't start Cahill and Christiansen, I don't think they've been starting games nope, this year. Nope. Um, Emerson at left-back hasn't been starting games. Barkley started the season, but has fallen out of the team he's now. Been, he's been in, in and out, yeah. Fabregas, yeah. bit of in and out. Well, I don't think no, he's no, he's, he's not been in the team. Okay, I didn't, I didn't Cahill could start on the weekend because Com- I think Rudiger might be... Yeah, yeah but he hasn't them. been a starter no, this yeah, year. Yeah, no, you've got um, uh, Kovacic, yeah, he's played and, yeah. and been great. And then you've got Moses and Morata, they haven't been been playing um, as of, as of late. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you've got William, who has. So you've yeah. got you've got two, say maybe three players that have yeah. been. So again, if you take um, two or three away from 11, that also equals eight. Mm. Um, but I think on a mentality level, it puts Chelsea in the commanding position come Saturday. Well, yeah, it gives them, it's an advantage. It's not the only advantage, it's an advantage. Um, but yeah, like, the, you know, callers definitely, you know, have a think about that. I, I'd, I'd like to, to get, you know, your opinion on it. Because what I find interesting is because it's the League Cup, that game, if we just switched on, we didn't know what trophy was being played for there. You wouldn't know if that's a Champions League tie. Obviously, the, the team selection would maybe indicate mm. what kind of trophy the we're in. thing is, when people come The out- tempo was definitely that of not a League Cup game that we imagine it to be it's not the average League Cup game and you was. saw this is the thing right it's what I say about uh, the fans act like they don't care I, I never believe them I, I, I think they they, I cared yesterday when you look at the players and they concede those goals you look at the, the, the faces of those Liverpool players when the goals went and you look at Klopp's reaction you can't fake that yeah. that's genuine annoyance that you, that you conceded the goals that you're out of the when tournament. Sturridge missed the open goal Klopp didn't say thanks you know, well, yeah, like, okay. I don't, I don't want to win you've saved us a few more exactly. games no, he, 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 he no, was angry they want to win everything they're competitive and, yeah, and, 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 and another angle is why wouldn't you want your team to be competitive in every game exactly like the best sportsmen the best athletes 
they are the most competitive. They can be playing FIFA at home with their mates and they're going to want to win. You don't think if they're out there on the grass with their boots on that they want to win those games too, especially if it's actually worth something. So yeah, yeah. even if even yeah, if man, it's something that even if it's something that the players obviously are all competitive and as a fan, you should want to win every game. And, you should you never... ro- and when you rotate, that should make the players on that pitch even more competitive because if I come into that team tonight, I want to play so well yeah. that I'm in the starting lineup for a Premier League game. What you again? If you've got elite mentality, that's what you're going there and do. Let's get some calls on Javern. Any Arsenal fans got in the Arsenal in the comments? Everyone's talking about Lacazette. Obviously, he came off the bench and scored today. Yeah, definitely want to talk about Lacazette. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Hi, I'm Ramon from Neat Sports. Oh. Ramon, what's going on? <laughs> let, let everyone know who you support, brother. I'm an Arsenal fan. I'm good. a very happy Arsenal fan. Good, good. How, how, how impressed were you with your boys tonight? Um, yeah, relatively impressed, especially considering, you know, seeing the feats from yesterday and thinking, you know, we need to just get over the line. Yeah, we've done, we've done quite well. What league or Brentford? Well I need to check. Sorry, sorry, Ramon. Do you think, do you think, do you think? Let me check that. Ask some questions I can answer myself. But, yeah, no, yeah. But, um, I'm happy with the result. We played very well today, I thought. Um, we a different, a different side. Um, good to see Welbeck get on the score sheet, get a couple, get his confidence up. And the team's playing quite well at the moment. That's, um, Another win on the bounce for us. So. When when you went 2-0 up, um, I, I was mainly watching the Liverpool game, but I, did, I was watching the Arsenal one as well. It looked like Brentford were putting Arsenal under a, a considerable amount of pressure, I would say. Obviously, they got the goal to make it 2-1, and it seemed yeah. like they were they were pressing a lot in the um, in the latter stages of the game anyway, before Lacazette put it to bed. Yeah, uh, we, we, were con- we controlled the game at, at 2-0, I thought, going up, up into 2-0. And then all of a sudden... Um, yeah, we let them have a bit of bit of a spell of possession on the ball. They got the free kick, scored a good free kick, um, and then it was like, yeah, sort of nervy towards the end. Um, well, I guess we wasn't really tested. I say nervy. They had possession, they had the ball, um, but we had a couple of chances towards the end. Awobi scored as well, ruled out for offside. Mm. Um, so, like towards the end, um, and Lacazette like that he came on. But the fact that we had to bring on Lacazette, had to bring on Torreira, just to just to sort of see it out um, just shows I think um, well one because it's interesting seeing Emery's team towards Wenger's team in the in the cup before yeah. um, and being at um, being at the Emirates seeing Wenger's team literally the whole bench is all kids yeah, yeah. literally the whole bench you know uh, all from Nketiah right up to the, to, to the goalkeeper like all kids on the bench whereas this one the only young player was Nketiah and the rest of it Lacazette, Torreira Ramsey uh, came on as well so it yeah. shows that Emery wants to take this competition quite serious. Mm. Um, he did field a second string squad, but you know, overall, I thought um, we've done very well. And um, it's always nice to see your competition fall at fall at the wayside uh, as well. So uh, nice to see Liverpool drop out. Yeah, absolutely. Watch, mate. watch out for Lampard and Derby. That's what yeah. I'm going to say. Uh, yeah, Derby, best team, best team in this competition. Ramon, take care. Take thanks for the call, mate. Nice Cheers, Cheers, mate. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, look, Arsenal done well. Arsenal done well. I mean, nice little run. And I yeah, think yeah. you know, just keeping the winning going, keeping the goals yeah. going in. I'm glad Lacazette got his goal tonight. I, I, I rate that that Frenchman so much. I mean, like you know, he come here last year. I think he started well. He was playing under Wenger in the end of the Wenger era, where things were an absolute mess. Sorry, I didn't hear that. Javon was talking. What? Oh, we've got a Liverpool fan on the line. I oh, want to hear yeah, from a Liverpool say, fan. Yeah. Here we go. He's, he's won a few games in a row. This could, um, be, this could be hazardous. <laughs> and I think... I don't, I think oh, let's get the call Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Yeah, hi, mate. My name's uh, Jish. Hello, mate. How you doing? You're a Liverpool fan, I believe. Yeah, man. Liverpool, man. Liverpool all the way. Yeah, How disappointed are you that you've been knocked out of the tournament at home tonight by your rivals, Chelsea? Mm. Yeah, you know what? Very disappointing. I really wanted to win today because we haven't won uh, anything for a bit now and we've got a really good squad this season and I really, really want to win something more this season, but we didn't. And you know what? Fair play to Chelsea. Uh, That Hazard goal, I agree with you guys from earlier. It's it's a bad boy goal still. So, yeah. All good. I mean, did you agree with the amount of rotation that Jurgen Klopp um, sort of instructed tonight? So the eight, eight, nine players that were being changed... No, I don't. No, no. I I think I think he should have rotated about between like three and five, maybe no more than that. Mm. Um, We should have kept the front three because I really wanted to win this cup. I mean, just imagine lifting something up in February. That's what I was looking for. 
and usually like when someone when a team wins the um uh, the the Carling Cup they go on to have a really good season so mm. I really wanted to win it so but disappointing but do you know what we lost to a, we lost to a world class goal so I, I think I think he's he's very he's very correct. Um, I know he's not the the dog's bollocks at the moment, Jose Mourinho, but he's always stressed the importance of winning something early in the season as early as possible. Um, his exactly, Chelsea teams, yeah. when he was his first thing at Chelsea, were always strong mm. in the League Cup yeah. up until the final. I remember they played Arsenal Wenger's um, Arsenal, and he had a very strong team at Arsenal. Arsenal Wenger even the final was playing. Like yeah. Second choice players and Chelsea dominated the league. Yeah. Those I, both Pep Guardiola did it last year. Same thing. I, I think you know their season was amazing last year. Man City record, record, record-breaking Premier League season. But their season was yeah. made even better by picking up a League Cup as well. You're winning two trophies yeah. in a season. Yeah. And I look at Liverpool and I think that when you're on fire, you know I've said it in my preview. I think you're the best team in Europe arguably mm. the best team in the world right now in terms of current form from the back end of last season until now but yeah. you need to start yeah. adding trophies to that As you, it's nice to hear a Liverpool fan not get all defensive over that and actually you know talk like an elite level a fan of an elite level club you know, I want to win trophies and I think that's the right attitude to you, have you, you, Terry you know what mate I'm screwing because I really want to win like 8-9 games in a row really want to keep that momentum going and I agree with you guys I think um, Chelsea have got a slight advantage they've got, they've got that Mental advice and knowing that they've actually beaten us like a couple of like t- today, and in, in 72 hours they're going to play us again. And it's just, it's like, I don't know, it would have been great to like uh, to beat them today, but you know what? Uh, I also want to say well done to West Ham. I, oh, I wow. live in I live in East London anyway, and they're yeah. my second team. And seeing them win eight 0 today, so yeah, well done, to Hammers. East London, well. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> actually all East London. Like, so I'm, I'm late and Stone. I'm late. Yeah. No, 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 don't get twisted. I'm from South. I just yeah, live you east. moved to East. He's an East London boy. East London boy. You might. Aye, aye, aye. No this is going live, you know. A nice live. I gotta go back to Croydon at some point. I gotta go back to South Stretton, Brixton at some point. Like, not because you want for that river, bro. Oh my god. The smells nice. I eat everything, bro. Are you? The smells nice like that. I don't know what kind of east. Maybe that's the Shoreditch East or no, something. Man, that like, that pollution. Because I'm white, I'm in Shoreditch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm East London. I've got one from, one question yeah. quickly for the caller. I know we interrupted you You're talking about West Ham. They had a brilliant, a brilliant win. But um, just take it back a little. I'm looking at some of the comments on YouTube, and obviously everyone's going to be talking about Hazard, Salah, Salah, Hazard. For you, who's the better player? For me, it's, it's not even. Um, it's a no-brainer okay, for me. So, Don't so insult me uh, by uh, even asking that question. Uh, for me, I'm a Liverpool supporter, and um, for me. Um, uh, I'll have to say Hazard edges it. Um, edges. Maybe I reckon, I reckon um, Hazard will get about 35 goals this season at all competitions, and mm. I reckon Salah will get about 27. That's very, very specific. Salah got 44 last last year. I reckon he'll get 27 this year, but I reckon Hazard will get about 35. But if, in all if, if Salah, how much goals did Salah get in all competitions last year? For 44. 44. So if he gets 44 and then 27. And Hazard yeah. gets 35, considering last season he didn't get, let's say, 30. That consistency yeah. that Salah showed over two years is something that Hazard, I would say, hasn't yet done. So wouldn't that put Salah a, a, a bracket above Hazard if your prediction comes through at the end of the season? Yeah, but the thing is, like last season, um, a lot of people didn't really know much about um, Salah. This season, they, they, I, 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 I watched all the games, they're doubled up in him. But the thing is, that's giving someone like you know Firmino and um, Mane more more time to score goals. So if 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 Salah don't get you, um, Mane will. So that's I'm I'm happy anyway, and I'm really happy that we haven't got Ings and Slanky anymore, and we replaced them with like Shakiri and um, Sturridge. But I, yeah. I think we've got more more quality. The, exactly. the level doesn't drop that much. Exactly. It's not always about developing people, making them better. Sometimes you literally have to go out and buy quality. Um, that's the way. Yeah, yeah. That's the way the elite boys do it. Now, do you know what? Yes, you know you've got uh, you've got Jose Mourinho syndrome, whatever you call it. There's also Liverpool, Liverpool derangement syndrome as well. So if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander, isn't it? <laughs> Lovely mate, <laughs> take care of yourself, brother. Hold up on the calls for a few minutes because I want to have this conversation this now. What's, what, what, what's this on there, right? So Hazard, let's let's talk Hazard, right? Yeah, let's talk Hazard. HH, hope you're watching. Yeah, so have we're, hope. We're, have hope. We're talking I about want your boy. All the Chelsea fans to pay attention. All the Liverpool fans, just a fan of football. We're really going to talk Hazard because me and Neeks was having this conversation earlier. Ron mm-hmm. and Terry rightly said, you know, let's save it um, for the show. So that goal, yeah. One of the reasons I stood up is basically because, like, yo, I'm really ready to take in Hazard as mm-hmm. potentially top three. Right. Sorry, top three where? Belgium. In the players. world. In the world. <laughs> top three. In the world. 
Belgium I'm ready. Well. Now I'm ready to entertain the conversation. But like, it took me a while. Mm. I'm ready to, to entertain the conversation. So I think whenever you're talking about player comparisons, I think the first starting point is both or whoever's debating needs to determine what the metrics are. How yeah. are we measuring this, 100%. right? So that's something that we've done off the show. Like we said, okay, how do you measure it? You mentioned it's just who you enjoy seeing play the most, yeah. right? Which is your way of doing it. Um, I didn't ask you, but like for the sake of the, well, the for show, me, what was it? It's, for me, it's about output. What you produce um, game by game, season by season, uh, decade by decade, if, well, if, if you last that long. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I've always said, you can always have your personal preferences, but I think one thing that you have to do in debate is you need to be able to have the person, you need to have the personal response. So if you were to ask me who my favourite midfielder yeah. of all time is yeah. it may not necessarily be the best midfielder Correct. of all time right? which may align more with obviously yeah. the way you measure uh, play ability but I think if we're going to have this kind of conversation and obviously we're just going to go into Hazard in a sec if we're going to have this kind of conversation about players amongst many fans or like a general debate yeah. there has to be certain things that are undisputable yeah. or not undisputable but things that go over so yeah. consistency and ability yeah so for me that's the, those are the main and I put consistency Above now, the only reason I would say that output is flawed is that output has a lot to do with the environment around you. Because for me, Salah isn't someone like Salah. So going back to Hazard and Salah, for example, I don't think Salah is having that kind of season in every team. And I want to mean every team. I don't mean like playing for like a bad team because that's not going to be the case. Mm. Until he's like way beyond his peak. But I'm talking like let's say for example he was at I don't know Bayern Munich for whatever reason mm-hmm. right I think maybe the way Bayern Munich play just as an example yeah. may not give him the environment where you're going to be on the end of, you're not going to have a Firmino Correct, but, that's but, going to vacate space for you to I, get those I, goals I know you use an example but I would say that Salah wouldn't even have that season again under Liverpool because I think he definitely overachieved last season however the seasons the two seasons that he had prior at Roma and then you could say the ability that he showed at Fiorentina proves the player that he is yeah so that, I think that actually says more about him as a player than mm. last year yeah 100%, 100%. Right. So, so I'm, I'm not expecting another yes. 34 league goals yeah. from Salah so going back, yeah career. so going back to Hazard right my thing has always been Hazard has enough talent to be put in a top three more football I always said for me he's maybe marginally below Neymar I think at the time you could say Ronaldo ability wise was like ahead of Hazard I think now you can say Hazard just in terms of ability is as good as Ronaldo in my opinion I think there's an argument to say that well, Ronaldo may not even be behind you may not even be top two we'll put it in terms of ability personally and people may disagree I'm putting Neymar at the top 100 no yeah, yeah I, know you I know what you mean I know what you mean I'm I know, I know what you mean I do know what you mean I do I'm know putting you mean. Messi second I think that's a watch I, I, of course it is but actually but, but, I, I had to deepen no, those second I, 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 I have to put, and then and, and I, but I understand putting Hazard yeah. above Ronaldo however the reason why output and consistency for me comes first because I could never say that Hazard's a better player than Ronaldo. Because Ronaldo, over 10 years, over three years, over two years, over a year, has proved that what he delivers on the pitch is what, is what you play yeah. your players for, far away Hazard. Neymar, since he joined Barcelona, and if you don't want to include his Santos career, it's fine. Yeah. But the period he was at Santos, he was still playing international football, which is the highest level, whatever you want to say, is the most well, regarded level. Continental and international well, football. Well, when, when you win a World Cup, look at Modric, he didn't win a World Cup, yeah. but it's Ballon d'Or. And he win, yeah, so yeah, you've got the Golden Boy and he wins the mm. Ballon d'Or. But Neymar's international record at the time when he was at Santos, for me, already put him among the elite players in the world. Sorry to interrupt you. I'm going to lie to you. They're roasting you. In the that, that's fine. That's fine. Right. 100% Chelsea. I to know, like, right now, you're doing a madness. Ne- right, Neymar, Neymar, for me, since he joined Barca 100% has been more consistent than Hazard so I always put him above him because in terms of their natural abilities there's it's, it's not See, much when in it between comes to ability, and, I, I won't, and I'm not, finally sorry, go, 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 go. sorry finally for me the best midfield in the Premier League is Kevin De Bruyne now Hazard will dribble past a guy more than De Bruyne will he will score more goals than De Bruyne will, one being that he plays further forward but De Bruyne one is more versatile he can play in the central midfield which Pep Guardiola taught us he can play wide which he did for Wolfsburg um, and yeah, he's yeah. done for Belgium on, on a number of levels and he's even and he can play behind the striker which is also done for Belgium as well I think when he was at Chelsea at first he played there as well and since Pep Guardiola has been here for me in terms of season by season even if not game by game but season by season he has produced 
on a more consistent level than Hazard has. He may not have won the play of the year in the, in the years, but Hazard's done that and the season after he's dropped. And then he's come back again and the season after dropped. And for me, until he can put together yeah. season after season, I can't put him in my yeah. top five. It's an interesting one. So the ability thing, I understand it, but the reason I don't use ability when I judge players overly is because from youth level right up to, and you've coached as well, so from youth level right up to established stars, ability only takes you so far for me I look at people that work hard I look at people that have the right mentality on the football pitch things that aren't always equatable with sort of statistics if that makes sense it's something you can, you can, you can see it within them and the way that people talk about them as an example I put that kind of stuff in there but I, I agree with the output side of things and I don't just mean stats in terms of assists and goals it's about dragging your team up you being the guy that gets them over that white line when Eden Hazard is playing like he is now I also would put him in my top three in the world no doubt about it my issue with Hazard is that I find that he uh, he goes missing for periods of seasons or for long periods of times, and for me, that but then then that's I think it's a different debate. If we're if we're talking about someone with pure talent, of course mm. he's up near the top. Yeah. So if you look at his entire career, was he like twenty seven now? Mm. You know, I probably wouldn't put in that, in that, in the last ten years. I probably wouldn't even put him inside the top fifteen players in terms of what he's delivered over that time on a consistent basis. Yeah. What he is though. Is one of the most exciting players in the world, if not right now, maybe the most exciting player. Yeah, and I, think, I, think, I think that's definitely an argument. And, 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 I th- and I think, yeah, Mbappe is up there as well. And I think that always, and that's why these debates to me become not they're not redundant; they're worth having. But I don't overly get involved with debating people individually because I just think it be- it becomes down to preference or your matrix. A bit like when you're who's world class. I mean, everyone everyone has their own matrix, and there isn't a matrix that's been created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to go by. You know, <laughs> yeah, so, and, yeah. and I think that's the issue. Some people go by stats only. Some people are go with the naked eye. Some people actually use their brain and use both which, which, is, which is a good way of doing it again if, if you look at two players and they're both aesthetically pleasing but one outputs double the other but then you've got to look at the factors like you say the team they're playing in yeah. the coach the they've got yeah, yeah, there are a lot of factors I think, I think playing the, play into it. the reason why I, I, yeah 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 like, I think the, the, the reason why I'm more willing to um, entertain the idea of him being in the top three and him being just considered genuine world class players because I've always felt like the difference you could be a talented player but for me, that talent has to match the platform in which you perform in. Mm. So even if you're the, the best player in the league, the Premier League isn't the epitome of top-tier football. For mm. me, that is Champions League football mm. and international football. As, me- as much criticism as the World Cup has, you know, it's too many yeah. average teams, mediocre teams. I think the last World Cup has shown you, like, no. Mm. Like, to win it, you have to be very, 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 yeah, very, very, yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah. And 100%. I think the, that's the first time I've seen Hazard dominate at the mm. level in which he's... Mm placed on yeah. and then the way he started the season yeah. he's, he's yeah. deciding games well, as well it's now. interesting when you yeah. say that because again like Lukaku is getting a lot of stick at the moment but mm. I thought he had a really good World he Cup did. He did. so it's it's one of the but then you talk about environments again yeah. and, and and again this is one of the, another one of the reasons why I, I, I want a certain man removed being mm. manager of Man United it's not a hatred of him it's I want to see how let's just I just want to see how some of these players react to a different style a different approach and maybe yeah, I just want I just want to see it. Um, yeah. We're going to take some more calls now. Um, listen, Arsenal fans, we want to. We've we got a super chat. We've got a super uh, chat. as we go on to Arsenal. Let's do this. Uh, ben Tuss, maybe sort for the Juventus. I know that Ventus paid two pound for this and says, could Czech have saved that goal? Please discuss. I did say that to you, Adam. I didn't yeah, mention yeah, yeah. Czech, but the free kick from Brentford for me, it wasn't in the corner. It was a right foot. Yeah. It was curling towards the keeper, um, and Leno barely moved. Yeah, it was. I think a weird. better keeper would have saved it. Yeah, and I, I think it's that that's particularly telling after the game that Czech had um, on Sunday. I think he was the man of the match. He was my definitely my man mm, of the match. Yeah. Um, without his contribution against Everton, uh, we would have easily lost that game. Mm. Um, it's it's a strange one because obviously he's come in. He's been signed for significant amount of money. Um, I had a caller call in and say, "Well, that's what teams have. Like they have mm. two keepers capable of starting." I think Barcelona really started that in the sense of they had. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
to Stegen mm-hmm. and Bravo and Bravo was fantastic for him as much as you yeah. got critiqued yeah. in England like he yeah. was fantastic for Barcelona but to Stegen is obviously at that point is a very good goalkeeper on his way to becoming a world class mm-hmm. goalkeeper if you look at even PSG at the moment they've got mm-hmm. Areola who's mm-hmm. been starting games recently We've also just signed Buffon. Well, Man United have done higher and, and Romero, Romero who's yeah, number, yeah, number one, one for, for Argentina. Argentina yeah. So, it, it, yeah. whilst it is a trend to see goalkeepers closer in parity and ability, I did feel like the way they spoke about Leno is he came in to start. He was here to yeah, replace I, and I, I thought he was. Yeah, and, and I think in all fairness, we were watching the Liverpool game as well tonight, and obviously we spoke about uh, Fabino uh, uh, and maybe how he looks not off the pace. I thought he played quite well, but his first proper game of the season there was a little bit of rustiness and a lack of sharpness at times and you could say the same thing about Leno he's trained hard of course but I think even goalies have to be there's a match not in terms of physically fit but in terms of match sharpness will only come when playing games when there's actually some pressure if he plays in an under 23 game I really don't think he goes out there feeling nervous exactly. with, with all due respect so he maybe needs these moments oh, I've got to work on that so I there's, there's, be... there's been murmurings of um, he not, he, him not being particularly impressive in training so I think that that's a potential factor. Mm. Um, I think ultimately you've got a. He's not young. He's twenty six. So you're yeah. not talking yeah, about a young yeah. goalkeeper. He's established. Yeah, he's yeah. you know he, he was starting in in the Bundesliga, and I'd like to see. I think like we've gone past the, the stage where we say you know people say oh keepers, um, you know they mature much later. I think right now the best keepers in the world are they're at an age where you will consider the other best players in the world to be yeah. the De Gea's, the Courtois. Yeah. Um, I mean, black. I, haven't, you know, I haven't watched Kepa much, but he went for seventy-one million, so there must be something yeah. Um, yeah. about him. They're all young or in their prime keepers. They're not 30, 33 Buffon, even check, even even check out his best was he was mid twenties, yeah, mid twenties. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I think yeah, with, with Leno, it's it's still early to because we don't know what the situation is completely. Mm. So I'm not in a position to write him off. I do think that we still need to find a keeper to replace Check. Like we can't have mm. Check there. For more than another year or two, in my opinion, especially like, with the way that you, you're trying to develop. Exactly, player. exactly. Like to be fair, we should be trying to replace him. It's not fair on him, you know. It, it's, it, it's you can't have people there to do a job where they don't have the. the no disrespect to could check. He's a Premier League goalkeeping legend, but the, yeah. the role of goalkeeper has changed, and with that change, you, you have to bring in the, the personnel with the tools to do it. You really do. Yeah. We've got any calls lined up, Javern? Let's get them on the air for the last fifteen minutes of the show or five minutes of the show. Maybe. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Yeah, my name's Tony. Hello, Tony. Who do you support, mate? Arsenal. Yes, Tony. Good, good. Tell us what's on your mind about uh, tonight's results. Uh, Right. Well, I thought it was a pretty solid game. Obviously, like, Robert scored two. Good for him. Uh, You know, this is a good level for him. Um, Who else is there? Um, Wobi showed again some, you know, some promising moves. But for me, I'm I'm overjoyed by, by Lacazette. You know, like, I really think he's Improved and what I've noticed about him, what's really standing out about him, is his physicality. Now I don't know if you saw the goal. Yeah, today, yeah. He, he, he literally bounced off the, the bike guy. Bounced off him. Him. The guy bounced off him. The guy bounced off him. That's what I'm trying to say. It's almost like uh, dropperish. Mm. The guy bounced off him. The similar thing happened to who was the defender uh, for the um, Ozil um, for Aubameyang's goal. Well, he was the defender that he um, he knocked over. Well, I guess uh, Kurt, Kurt Zuma, Kurt Zuma. Yeah, yeah, and he, yeah. that, he's not a slouch. And then if you remember, the game against West Ham, he absolutely pinned down and bullied Carlos Sanchez, who, who was, as well, is about six foot. So I'm seeing a physicality, I'm seeing an aggression from Lacazette that he never yeah. had last year. And yeah, I mean, he didn't have that last well. year, I think... The first, second, third touch was beautiful. Yeah, I think yeah. last year he came in, obviously it's his first season, you know, some players come in and they hit the ground running immediately. Some take a bit of time to to adapt. I think yeah. the conditions at Arsenal weren't great for any new player. Yeah. There's no player that yeah. looked impressive last season for Arsenal, in my opinion. No player that you could say played, you know, at a top level. And on top of that, yeah. I'm pretty sure he was carrying an injury for a significant part of that season. Exactly. That he had to recover from and, yeah. and get injured. So yeah. we never saw a true reflection of, of Lacazette. And it's not like he's starting games for Arsenal. Like he's still in and out of the side. He's getting more minutes. Don't get me wrong, but he's still in and out of the side. But he's mm. performing significantly better. And I think. Yeah. That's a, a a positive that we can take from the season so far. We can only hope that continues, and I hope they really figure out what they're doing with our strikers. Up front. Uh, but, like, are oh, we going to play them together? Yeah. Because if you can get the most out of both at the same time, mm. then Arsenal can feel a bit more optimistic about you know achieving a top well, that's four what, finish. That's what some I asked you as well. The caller, um, is it Tony? 
Tony, yeah. Tony. Um, we've discussed already Obama Yang, uh, Lacazette. Iwobi's had a good start to the season. Ozil, Mkhitaryan. Mm. There's, there's options for Arsenal in what you would say is a front four in terms of three behind and one striker, which Emery likes to play. Where I do think. you see, I would say, Lacazette and Obama Yang fitting in? And I'll put Iwobi and Ozil into that as well. Where do you see um, them fitting in? Does he have to change and go two up front? It's not, it's not his style, but is that going to be better for Arsenal? So I think I would love it, but I think we have to be realistic. He ain't gonna do it. He ain't, he ain't gonna do it. Yeah. Like, I, I don't remember the last time Emery's ever played two up front. So what, what I would suggest, honestly, I think obviously Lacazette and Aubameyang has to start. I mean, one thing you guys were mentioning before that I totally agreed about was when you were discussing Morata and the fact that he lacks power. You know, yeah, one of the yeah. one, of the, one of the things, one of the main things you need in this league. Speed is nice, but if you don't have that company with power, you're gonna get overpowered. You know what I'm trying to say yeah. so yeah, someone yeah. like Aubameyang even though he's deadly he's got speed he gets brushed by too many I mean last year I don't know if you saw the way um, company brushed him like, I wasn't I wasn't comf- comfortable with that at all and and I'm, what I'm so happy about now is you know we've got someone powerful up front so Lacazette has to start up front Aubameyang is probably not great on the left but I think that's probably you know the only thing that's gonna the only position he can play what mm. I'm looking at guys yeah mm. I think one of Ozil and Ramsey have to come out. Yeah, yeah. But today, yeah, today I thought Ramsey actually looked pretty decent. I'm not going to lie. Obviously, the opposition is not great, yeah. but he seemed to have some chemistry with Lacazette. Yeah. yeah, I don't disagree, mate. Listen, really appreciate that call as ever. Thank you very, very much. Real Madrid getting slapped three 0 Yeah, Real Madrid Love getting beat that. by one of the best European teams there are, though, yes. in Seville. Yes. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that's what, it's like Barca lost two one earlier. Remember, just said, oh, guess, hold, hold, hold my bear. To be fair, to be fair, Barcelona lost in three side. Like Leganos, uh, Leganes started bottom of the table. Yeah, it's, it's, that's, less, that's more embarrassing yeah. again. But it, and yeah, both are away from home as well. um, One thing we haven't really touched on tonight is the Naby Keita dive and how he managed to avoid a booking. A lot of people tweeting about it. It's one of the biggest trending things on on like Hazard, the biggest trending thing, followed by. Um, Naby Keita and I thought, mm. I thought it was because Naby Keita got stripped and brushed off by Hazard it's not it's because he dives uh, what did you make of that incident because you know Liverpool fans were very angry when Salah was accused of diving against Crystal Palace made out like their players don't dive mm. they, were, and they, were, they were very gone. angry was it was it Kane or Ali one of them two apparently dived in the 2-2 two, two, two last year yeah um, and they, 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 they don't let us forget that for me uh, definite dive and it should have been booked. The referee was certain at the time. He said, no, no penalty. And when you look at it, um, I think it might have been Cahill, stuck his leg out, brought it back in. And Keita played for the contact. And it, the contact, the only contact that was made was when Keita basically moved himself towards the defender and dropped on the floor, appealed for the penalty. It, was, it, was, it wasn't the same as I think it was... Uh, was it Sturridge later? It could have been, I can't remember, who went through um, down the right-hand side and slipped... And oh, it might be Shakiri actually. Shakiri, yeah, yeah. But that was a slip. But he appealed for a penalty as well. So it's like, uh, did he try and con the referee, or was he just appealing because he couldn't? He no longer contact um had contact with the ball. But Naby Keita for me should have been booked. And I'm not sure how he got away with it. Yeah, I mean, I just I just wanted to put that question out there because I just think it, it's people are, people are asking it in the comments. We thought we'd go through it. A few, people, a few people in my comments asking, where's Bianca tonight? <laughs> it's very, yes, Bianca, where yeah, are remember, you? People that phone up or, or let, tweet to troll, they only do it when their team wins. Let me, let me tweet her quickly. Yeah, tweet see, see, see what she's doing. On. See if she'll come on the air and say, hey, uh, let's do a few of these live comments here that we can see. This guy didn't... Lol, this guy, Mohamed, who's a Liverpool fan, says, lol, this guy, I think he's talking about unique, didn't watch the game. Um, well, I already stated I mainly watched the Liverpool game, but I had the Arsenal game. Um, there well, we're as well. watching both. We're yeah. watching both, <laughs> and we can multitask. The men can do that. Yeah. We can. <laughs> we proved it tonight. Don't, don't be sexist. Um, let's see a few more comments here. When Kevin De Bruyne comes back in November and we start ticking, um, we're gonna smash it. Is what the magician says. Thank you for that comment. I, I, great. Well done. Klopp hates the Mickey Mouse Cup. Is what Kevin Hart uh, Hart says. Liverpool fans are not bothered if we go out. Uh, Kaylin says I support Liverpool and I must say today they beat us fair and it's good to hear a lot of people saying it just hasn't beat us or it was you know goals offside whatever you know take the take the L take the defeat see a few more comments that we can see here Lacazette is starting to improve a lot to be honest is what the Don has to say yeah and I think him coming from the rally he came from a, a weaker league he came from the French league where he's now probably experiencing things 
that he wouldn't get in the French league in terms of um the types of defending but that he's coming. People say that, but like I would say the af- the athletes in the French league are like just as good. Yeah, but I think it's difficult, mate. I I, rem- I remember having a conversation with um a different league to the Premier League, but I had it's a convers- different. Yes, I, I had a conversation mm. with uh, Ruben Neves and uh, Diego Jota after they they played about three championship games, and I remember saying to them like, "What's the difference between here and Portugal?" And they said technically it's not as, it's it's easier than than Port than obviously they were playing mm. in Porto, but he said he goes it feels like you get a, the actual words were you get assaulted on the football pitch here now there, there isn't as much that goes on in the Premier League but I think there are there is a, there, that that type of physicality yeah, yeah, is very very different and the, very different is, and the is, speed of it is, is higher there. here and I think that's, well, that's it's interesting you speak to a lot of players that struggle and a big thing they talk about is like they feel overpowered by it because there there is more of that and it's one on a European level. And I even think on an international level for a while, like England had loads of problems and the English teams have had problems before. But I think sometimes, especially in the, the 90s, we struggled in European competitions because we tried to play with that same mentality. You can't, mm. the tackle, you pulled up for more fouls. You know, I remember watching Peter Crouch play a lot of football and he was always pulled up on international duty for like the way he jumped up and yeah. leaned on people. Where in the Premier League, he got away with it every week. And I think there are those subtle differences that I think we're getting better at with the English game. Uh, but some players they do find at times to adapt and again I go back to Patrice Everett Everett said the hardest thing he had to deal with in England was the fact that there was like 12.30 and 1.30 kickoffs mm. and then for breakfast he was having to eat dinner <laughs> and he said it made him feel sick because in France he wasn't ever having to do that mm. so even the time of day you kick off and the d- difference in diets and food I th- all those things I think play a part and when you move countries like let's not forget like I've moved country it's really hard I've lived in a, a, I lived it was even easier for me I moved to a foreign country that spoke English mm-hmm. and even then it was like I'm at home like yeah, it's yeah, difficult yeah. and I think people don't always it's different to when you go away to uni and it's like an hour drive away you can just come home if you, you come want back to come back on the weekend get your food get your clothes washed and people think these footballers because they're millionaires <laughs> it's easy like having worked in football it's not some of them like again a lot of them come and they might spend the first six months in a hotel until they find a home mm. there's loads of things that are playing it plus for lack of that as you say he was playing under Wenger and that was toxic last year Kane know? I've got a question for you and there's a few comments in the um, on, on, on the YouTube it says uh, Arsenal are shaky but are getting results that's a good sign and I've seen, I've seen a, another one as well Yeah, Ramon I was going to ask him but obviously we have to move on because uh, he said Arsenal are playing well and I, I don't think Arsenal are yeah, playing yeah, that I, well I, 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 I yeah, yeah, yeah. wouldn't say easily have been I wouldn't behind. say we're playing well um, if I'm being completely honest with you do you see much difference right now between I see other than, the other is, the goalkeepers having to pass out do you see much difference in your play I see a difference to, uh, I see a difference Arsene, but I don't bands so I'd say Arsene yeah it's more of <laughs> yes, a it's, it's more of no, I think it's okay to talk talk about him within context right mm-hmm. and we're yeah. not even talking about him we're talking about Emery and what he's done at Arsenal so mm-hmm. far I see a difference but I can't say I see much of an, of an improvement now it's an improvement on last year but last year was a woeful season for Arsenal. Mm-hmm. But if you were to compare it to maybe even the year prior to where we started yeah. off pretty well, yeah. when he, this is when Xhaka come in and he's playing uh, with Santi and then we had Ozil playing behind Sanchez and then we had who was playing on the left side. It would be on the left, walk on the right. Like I think that was the last time Arsenal looked impressive. Mm. And even that was for a short period. We look different. It's still very early. Mm. Um, it's the ideas. I think a lot of it was also just the, the quality of players available I think playing at the back will be much uh, more effective with a different goalkeeper mm. with two superior centre, centre backs yeah. um, I don't think Socrates and Mustafa should be playing together um, neither should oh, I he think hasn't, he hasn't got much um, choice because Koscielny's obviously injured I, yeah so they shouldn't. not only shouldn't they be playing together I think neither of them should be starting either right oh, wow I think I've been more impressed with like uh, Lichtensteiner at right back than Bellerin, mm. but I think Lichtensteiner is a more accomplished right back anyway. Yeah, um, we still need to figure out what our best centre midfielder is. When we had the show yeah. on, on Sunday, well, Torreira for me should start. Yeah, Torreira starts. Yeah, I, think, I think he will start. Start. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then. I think he, yeah, he will be starting as our as one of our centre midfielders. But I also think we should really consider starting with Guendouzi. Like, I think there's a shout to. I think it seems like he does like Xhaka. Um, yeah, and I, I don't see how long it lasts. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think like we Shaka. figure out what our right yeah. midfield, what our right defense is. I still going back to our conversation about Bamiyang and Lacazette. We still haven't figured that out. So mm. there's a lot to figure out. So I'm just being very, very patient very this patient. year. And that's that's what needs to happen. It's, it's it's such a real building job. Question here, I've got for you, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> He's my brother. Do you, <laughs> I can't believe someone wrote this. Do you, do you think Zidane could make Phil Jones as good as Sergio Ramos? 
Uh, well, first thing I say about Phil Jones is that Toby Alderweire would have scored that penalty, so we should have shined him in the summer. Yeah. Um, but no, <laughs> that's the that's the bottom line. Yeah. Phil Jones is no more than a backup defender at Manchester United. For me, if our two second choice defenders were Smalling and Jones, that doesn't mean Bayer and Lindelof should be first choice. But if they were um, our second choice, that would be cool. But either of them, uh, neither of them, should I say, are. Premier League winning defenders. No, they're, they're, they're not. Well, I mean, Wes Morgan is so. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. do you know what I mean? And I hear you. But yeah, that's exceptional <laughs> circumstances. But I think, yeah, like, it's funny that you, you guys. And I don't know, know who are no, that question the because is, they were clearly trolling. Yeah. Ramos would have scored that penalty as well. He's a very good. He's, well, he's, he's Rummage's penalty taker. Yeah. But the, it's interesting that that guy brings up Phil Jones because it goes back to what I think about Mustafi and Socrates. I think they could be in a Premier League winning squad. Yeah, but if you literally thought I'm going, if to, you're relying on, I'm them, trying to win a title, so I'm going to sign Phil Jones or Shakran Mustafi. At one point, Phil, Phil Jones talked, talked about the next um, yeah. John Terry when John he was... Terry. They talked about him being Duncan Edwards when he first broke through. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, but, but this is the thing with potential, isn't it? You said about ability. He had the ability and the potential to go in and do that, but it's it's where you run with it and then the progression that, that comes over. That's yeah, why you, you, all, you, you always get these kids that break yeah. onto the scene at 17, 18. It's not until you sometimes get those some, the news articles I do read it's where it's like where are they now yeah. and you read they sometimes put an article about the player from 10 years ago mm. and then where they're at now and you think wow it really didn't work out for you. and some of them like, legit got opportunities it just Hold doesn't on. sorry sorry, sorry to break. you guys are getting on to me for, for shouting on with Socrates listen Arsenal fans hey, <laughs> listen, the other said he's a beast he's no, a beast I was smoking man so these are the guys here wait hold on every time I've seen Socrates play and this is I'm not even trying to focus on Socrates right now yeah but do you know how many clear cut chances we've conceded since the, like every game this season because it's not a, number one the issue of starting Mustafi and Socrates is they're both very similar defenders and not in just ability but style you can't have two guys that always want to go hunting for the ball. You need a you need a defender, no one. But well, surely you can play one. Because would you not? Who would you put better, Socrates or Mustafi? Socrates, Socrates is better than Mustafi. Oh, okay, just checking. Yeah, yeah Socrates is better than Mustafi. Mustafi trash. But there was a reason why Everton were able to create chances for fun. Yeah. Um, at the in the first half, and when Socrates came off, it wasn't because Holding is a better defender than Socrates. It's because it's a better balance in defense. Mm. Because you have got Mustafi, who's a bit more aggressive in the challenge mm. in terms of positioning, and you have got Holding. Whether it's because he's not as a, as athletic as Mustafi, he's a bit Cover. more conservative yeah. and he's more covering style. Yeah. Same way, if Mustafi was the one to have come off injured, Arsenal was still had looked equally as good and not conceded clear cut chances because you got a better balance. So number one, it's the combination of centre backs, but even still. If we are going to challenge for a Premier League title anytime soon, we have to sign defenders and midfielders and attackers of world-class ability. We have that in midfield. We have that in attack. We yes. do not have it in defence. Right? So that's my... It's not so much a critique on Socrates as an individual because yeah, he's been good He's been good at Dortmund. Yeah. But it's... If we want to make that jump where... Look at what Van Dijk has done for, for Liverpool. Uh, mate, I, I could not agree with you. I, I, I think you're absolutely right. We're going to take our final call of the night when Javern puts it through. Hey. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Hi, Terry. It's Wasim. Hello, Wasim. How are you, mate? I'm very well, thank you. How are you doing? You OK? I, I'm very well. Who you, did you remind everybody who you support? I support Manchester United. I spoke to you the other day. We were talking about Manchester being Manchester United being a bit of a business and not yes, a football team. Yes, I remember yes, that conversation. Remember? Yeah, I do. Yeah, fab stuff, fab stuff. Anyway, I, I don't want to. Obviously, um, I mean, I'm, I've called in to talk about Manchester United. Okay. Um, just want to say Hazard's goal. What an unbelievable goal that was. <laughs> Respect to him. Ah, yeah, uh, that one, brilliant goal. A classy finish. That's the world class player. Anyway. Yeah. Yesterday, um, I missed your Fan Park live show, so I watched it afterwards. And uh, there was a caller on there that called to discuss something about Jordan Mourinho being cancer. Um, yeah. I'm sure you remember the conversation. Yep, I do, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, after today's uh, training ground footage that I've seen uh, and everything, look, I'm going to be straight up with you. Do I back Jose? Yes, I do. Do I support Jose? Yes, I do. Do I think Jose has the 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 right mentality to win uh, the Premier League? Yes, I do. However, have the board provided him the utensils that he needs to to be successful, to be Jose Mourinho, 
inverted commas, the special one? No, I don't. I don't think so whatsoever. Have the players, has has that pressure impacted the players? Of course it has, because he's demanding certain things from the players that the players are not capable of doing. And the players probably want to play a completely different way to what he's uh, to what he's asking. And obviously, um, there's a big fallout. There's a big bust up. Bust up in the changing room. Unfortunately, as you stated yesterday, it's not a quick fix. We need to sort out the board. We need to have a director of football in place. We need to then have a manager that's in line with that. And it all needs to happen. And it takes probably about two years, because if you think about it, with Pellegrini in charge of Man City at the time, they had already pre-prepared Pep Guardiola's um, yeah. you know, yeah, all the back arrival and everything, by yeah. making the signings that he wanted. They yeah. set up the infrastructure that yeah. he wanted. Yeah. And then when he moved in, in his first season he came fourth, in the second season he's come, uh, he, he won the league. So essentially it's a two and a half year uh, program mm. that yeah. United need to employ. Are they capable of doing it? Of course they are, because you know, we've got the financial clout to go and do whatever we, mm. we, wish, we wish to do. However, yeah. in this particular circumstance, I have to say now, Jose Mourinho has become a, uh, it's become toxic. He's not become toxic. The relationship itself has become toxic. Mm. And for his, for the greater good of Manchester United and for him, he needs to be extracted from the situation because he's the binary component between players and the board. He's the one in the middle. He's been sandwiched between two uh, difficult, he's between a rock and a hard place basically. And he needs yeah. to be taken out because I think only then will you start to see the players because the players the, the, left yesterday the question was on tactics the tactics are not wrong had Lukaku scored you know you never would have questioned Lukaku, uh, Mourinho's <laughs> tactics um, I just don't think the players have the desire to play for him anymore there's yeah, no heart look, I, I, and that's I, what we're lacking do you know what look, I, I think he touched on a lot of things there. myself and Chris were talking off air and, and, and this, is, this is Chris's comment I'm, I'm going to give him the credit for it and he just said, look, you know, and I think it rounded up a lot of what I said yesterday into a nutshell. If you have a board, uh, a certain group of a, a certain group of players and um, and the manager kind of all pulling in different directions in terms of footballing philosophy, in terms of yeah. the types of players they want to bring in. When, when you don't have a group of people all pulling in the same direction, it doesn't make any, a conducive environment for success. And there was a comment when you were talking that said something like, what do you mean? Jose weren't supported they gave him they've spent 370 million and again yeah. the rebuttal to that is you only have to listen to very clued up people to know that particular signings Pogba being one of them Sanchez being another that didn't cost any money up front but it, it, in terms of salary and Lukaku those three players are very well regarded as not being Jose Mourinho's players that he wanted they were commercial signings they were uh, one yeah. of them came in as a bit of a deal to get Pogba as well and I think that if, again I think what you said is right if you're not going to let Jose if you're not going to let Jose Mourinho be the complete Jose Mourinho that he is you're not going to yield success and I always had faith in Jose to whoever he signed I was happy with because again I go back to what he did at Porto and at Inter where he was given complete control yep. and he picked the right people and he built the right things it wasn't working at Man United and people say oh, his tactics are out of date and I just think well they're not. He just doesn't have the players that want to play that way, and the board are allowing those those individuals to get away with disrespecting the manager and not putting a shift in. Because if we had a man, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. So the whole thing, I think you're right, is crumbling because there isn't a, a unity, there isn't a philosophy that everybody's agreed to. Um, yeah. And, and and again, I, I don't like, I don't dislike Jose Mourinho. I have no hatred for him at mm. all. My point of view is this: I want to play better football. I want to keep the players on side and I just think what they need to do is, is start again as you've said and, and my, my analogy is this right if, 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 if in two years time you've got these cracks in the wall in your house and you plaster them over and two years later those cracks come back in the same place but they're even bigger and you plaster over them again and in another two years they're back in the same place but even bigger again there comes a stage where you realise actually we've got to go behind the wall and find out what's creating these cracks because you can keep just plastering them over with a new manager yeah. but it isn't yeah. going to fix the problem and I think that uh, let, let me give it, I know it's another analogy and I think this is one, one of the best I've heard if you've got you've got a pain say let's say in your in your head that you've got a headache and you keep taking, taking painkillers it soothes the pain for a while but then the pain's going to come back because if that pain is a tumour Unless you get rid of that tumor, papering over the cracks, taking a painkiller to resolve the problem yeah. in, in the interim doesn't yeah. get rid of the problem. Yeah. And I think yeah. at the moment you could say 
there's a tumour running through Manchester United, whether it be from the board or wherever your analysis might take you, that unless you deal with the problem, yeah. it's going to keep creeping no, up and I, it's going to become well, uh, I completely, fatal. I completely agree with everything that you're saying there. But what I don't agree with, and I'll tell you, this is as a United fan, I, I, I don't agree, and I don't agree with it with any football club. Uh, and I didn't agree with Arsenal when they were shouting Wenger out. I don't agree with people shouting Jose out. I don't agree with people hurling abuse at Pogba. I just don't agree with abuse, full stop, mm. because I think we as uh, educated individuals should be able to to rise above it, understand that there is obviously um, you know different factions amongst the clubs, all these clubs, where you know they're not aligned with the board or the players or the manager, and you know everyone's got their own little wavelength going on. And we should understand that, take a step back and just still support the club regardless because it's the support of the club that will make the club grow and become bigger than what it actually is. And this is what United are based on. We're based on support. So support your players, support the manager, irrespective of whether you agree with what they're doing because Mourinho will want to do his best. He's not going to, he's not going to join Manchester United to fail, is he? Mm. Pogba's not joined Manchester United to not win trophies. They've all joined to do the same thing. They're, the goal is the same. They're just going about it in different ways. And because they're yeah. going about it in different ways, it's causing conflict. And that conflict is then becoming issues that the Mate, media are, are I, pouncing upon. I, I could, yeah. And the three culprits, Pogba, Mourinho and Ed Woodward they're the three people that are probably named in the newspapers more than anyone uh, <laughs> over the past three months no mate I agree I agree with you and, and, and for me the reason you know I, I don't want Jose there anymore is because again I want the football to be better and if you're going to yeah. if you're going to make an overhaul you might as well bring in a manager that's going to play a more attractive style of football because I think we had this discussion off air and I think if Man United go away and you know, I'd love that okay, I know we want to win major trophies but if we go away and the, and the new ethos is right we want to become the greatest footballing side in the world mm. I think if Man United with our power start playing some of the best football in, on the planet we're going to win trophies yeah, doing that doing that anyway uh, listen really appreciate that call mate thank you very much no problem Terry you take care have a good evening take care guys thanks, thanks, so cool. take it easy bro thank you, um, before, you before we uh, close off Terry I, I know you're going to be doing a video later on the whole Manchester United situation mm. but all I would say is that people do their research which people don't like to do they like to take headlines and you know clickbait and something you know that's buzz and then make a whole analysis of a situation in terms of the training ground one obviously we've spoken off air I know you're going to do your research but people need to do their research about exactly you could say what happened or um, the outcome and the reasons for what we saw on the training ground and it's it's more than just Mourinho has an agenda against yeah. Pogba or Pogba disrespects the manager there's much more to it of course I, th I think what was interesting with yesterday's story that came out about Jose telling him he'll no longer be he'll never captain the team again everybody focused on that that part of the quote from the inside Carrington source mm. and a lot of people including the media ignored the second line mm. in, in the quote from whoever this source is that he did it in front of his teammates and his teammates agreed with, with the decision and again, it doesn't mean that these people hate Paul Pogba. They're, some of them are his, are his close friends, but I, I do think there is a, a is a there is a toxic atmosphere in that dressing room, and something needs to be done. But as you say, people don't do their research; they find the information that suits their agenda. But I said to you earlier, we we looked into the joke. Well, you looked into the Jersey thing and told me. And although it didn't, it's not as sinister as people make out the the training ground bust up today. Equally, I said, well, yeah. Jose should have had his facts straight before he does what he yeah. did what he did and again I'm, I'm someone who defends Jose but I will say he got yeah. it wrong in that in, in, that environment I don't think enough people do that if they dislike Jose it's always his it's fault also, if they dislike Pogba it's always, it's always his fault and I think that you know the fans the polarisation of the fans is terrible but that's because too many of them read newspapers it really um, is and my final point would be uh, that Bianca stop making points Bianca did not get back to us um, and she has not followed the fans call for her to call in today so maybe we'll hear from her later listen man uh, say what you want to say about that Hazard thing that shit was hilarious that shit was hilarious to watch when I saw that I was busting up for a good four hours at work what, do you know, what you know why what's Hazard thing no it's not the Hazard thing the public thing sorry I'm moving mad I'm sorry because <laughs> you know when a man is walking away from you and he's nodding his head like yo like like that's that. like people Wait. from the culture you understand what I mean he's London no, 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 not in East London. 
I don't know about this East London business. I've not even been there for half of a year. What I'm saying is, is that you when from East London, bro. No, 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 no. Brought a cockney. Yo, 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 yo. Oh, fuck up this whole studio. Can right you hear now. the bow bells from where you live, bro? I'm, I'm doing a lot right now. Hey, yo, yo, Jimmy, cut this shit. Cut their mics. <laughs> cut their mics. Keep my mic on. Cut their mics from Jibern, the East London. This is my show, boy. How you messing? Jimmy, you let him talk to you like that, boy. What's he gonna do? <laughs> Do I cut the street? Just m- <laughs> mid center, just cut in that show. Cut, 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 cut tell him. Cut him. Don't in. You tell him. Don't end the show. We're talking. We're talking about hazard. No, Pogba. We were talking enough about Pogba. Hey. No, you said you laugh. I, I couldn't laugh because I've been. That shit was in, hilarious. I've been in a deep dark depression. That shit was funny. So I, Since I, Bill I, Jones I, missed I the penalty, because the way the way Pogba looked at him. He it, looked at him like he was about to, like, are you? No, but it was like, because from now that we've done our research, yeah. right, poor people are going to do it. Pogba looked at him and said, what the hell are why? you Like, he, could, he couldn't understand why he did it. And then someone, what's happened is, basically, someone has told, someone who is in a position of power of yeah. Man United has told Jose Mourinho the wrong information. Yes. Has basically said that Paul Pogba broke a rule about social media. Mm. So Jose has told him to leave training because, you know, he, he, he's broken rules. And then someone else has been called over to say, actually, we gave you the wrong information, Mr. Mourinho, and he didn't do it. Because so, the way Pop was yeah. talking to man is like, if you, if, <laughs> wait, wait, if it was in the end, you're looking like he's gonna, he wants he's, he's gonna look him like yeah. he's gonna do something. But, but like. he knows they can't, obviously. Oh, but he's man. like, what? I think oh, that, that made me feel so good to see that. I was just like, yes. <laughs> I just, I just thought Pogba free Labil, free Paul. I just thought Pogba looked more. Nah, 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 nah. See, that's, 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 what, in anything. that's why you need to come to South no. London so you'll be able to read the signs properly. No. If a man talks, listen. You know what I'm saying? He let's was... say me and you have a conversation. You say something to me I don't like, yeah? And I'm like, you know what? I'm not even trying to get into a madness, innit? But I'm talking shit and I'm nodding my head like I'm doing this. That means that the moment I could do a madness, I'm going to do a madness. The way Pobo <laughs> talked to Jose, Probably. I want to. I find it funny. I find it funny, yeah? That the lip reading was only on Mourinho. And no one actually broke down what Paul Pogba says. <laughs> I find that very interesting because I want to know what. I know there was definitely a bit of like, yeah, like what are you talking about? I, I but he definitely mean. said something to him. Like, I, didn't, like, I didn't think Joe said anything. shit. Because he's an old man, smaller. Joe said he's scared. No, 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 no. But Jose was very. It's not about scared. No, no. It's not about like I'm gonna do something. It was more like, yo, keep talking. Like the situation, like I'm gonna, it's gonna I'll, be a player I'll, coach. I'll be, I'll be very going, different. Keep talking, I'll be gone in January anyway. Yo, yo, yeah, <laughs> that's how you're talking, bro. That's how you're talking. Keep joking, I'll take you Croydon. That's what he was thinking. There we go. Nothing wrong Probably, with Croydon. Probably can come corners still. Yeah, he prefer hey, Star, hey, Mr. Star DJ, these are definitely role man. Boy, maybe talk well, about Terry. Come, come to Layton and Layton and Star. Do I look like a road man in my, Terry, me. in my, in my, uh, Wait. 300 pa- it's only 300 pound suit it's not even expensive it's a 3,000 pound suit wow 300 it's a cheap suit <laughs> cheap Javern, suit Javern, I thought you were going to boss up bro <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to boss Javern up Javern ain't going to do nothing bro, uh, I'm going to I'm going to Conor McGregor he'll do nothing he'll do <laughs> he'll nothing he'll do nothing he'll do nothing this guy bro he'll just, just shit on a boss you know what he said yeah um, the way the way Conor, Conor McGregor handled Khabib he was it just, D- I thought it was Diaz no, it's Khabib. He's when he fighting. said you do nothing. Yeah, no, 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 no. no but he, he, he was he I literally. He, he don't just, put bass in your voice he, now, bro. Don't put bass in your voice. That's the deepest I've ever heard your voice. <laughs> Javon's voice was so deep, I thought his wife had turned up. That's what oh, I thought wow. happened. Wow. Ah. You gotta cut him. Yo, cut he's him got Tim's on, you know. Hey, watch out, bro. Ah. A man who got Tim's on, he's not in New York. He bought, bro. Him, Tim, he bought him Tim's in Mother Kit. All I'm gonna say is, if you do not see Terry on the next show, it means Javon has around Javon's finished. Javon's giving me that pop look. Okay, right. the Pogba look. I'm dead. Take right. care. Good night. God bless everyone. See you later. Bye bye. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'll Fuck. Real fan opinions brought to you by Wash and Go. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.